Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the House of Pride show here live from San Francisco with your host, Tweeka Turner. And today, my lovely co-host is... Welcome, lovely Jones. And across from us, we have the legendary... Steve Fabus. Welcome. Wow, what a show we have for you today, folks. Don't go anywhere. We talk about a classic... Disco music, the influence it's had on people, Steve's fabulous Go Bang production, and much more. Be right back. We're on the mics. It's up. House of Pride Radio. Listening to Amore's rendition of Sylvester's You Make Me Feel Mighty Real. Okay, that's a new project, folks. Uh, that's Amore. You, Mighty Real. Uh, that project, project has Paul Goodyear on it. That was my mix. I'm on it. Oh, okay. I got to right. plug that's myself fun. every every yeah. now and then. Not too much. Wow. Uh, but you thought it was Sylvester for a, a second. <laughs> Well, that's the original uh, person. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the original, yeah, the classic original. Yes. Superstar Sylvester, yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's exciting about this particular remix is that Jeannie Tracy um, was gracious enough to provide backing vocals on it. Okay. So, because uh, Amori and Jeannie are tight, they live. So that's why it sounded even more like yeah. Sylvester. Yeah. It's more and plus his voice is like Sylvester's. Yeah. yeah. Well, he. I think they're paying homage to yeah. Sylvester. They both knew him. Like he, Amori used to do. Um, like stage costuming for the two of them back yeah. in the day way back in the day when he was only like a teenager yes right and uh anyways i, I it's it's it an honor for me to be on that project just because of the how 
the significance and the whole paying homage to such a legend that's had an influence on me. Yes. But I'm sure it's had an influence on the folks at GoBang. Oh, if, of course. Yeah, I mean, he's like one of our prophets, really. I mean, he's like incredible superstar Sylvester. Let, uh, let me get my uh, co-host in, in on this. Uh, now, uh, folks, I want to introduce you to, every week we have a, a different co-host here at House of Pride Radio. And this week, I am honored to have her back, the Miss Lovely Jones. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. I'm uh, talking <laughs> up Sylvester, paying homage to you. Sylvester up there in uh, disco heaven. Yes. We <laughs> love him. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, go back well, with Sylvester I, I, a bit. Oh, I've listened to house music since I was maybe thirteen years old. Seeing that I am a native of Michigan, ah, and uh, Chicago and Michigan, I oh, yeah. were the house music. Oh yeah, us. house music and and the beginning of techno too yes, in Detroit. Well, be, before that, of course, Motown, Motown and all that. My God, it's Motown. <laughs> yeah, so I am very fond of house music. This is probably classified more as disco. Disco? I, yes, I'm disco. not sure. You probably yeah. would know the definition between but, the two. Yeah, I mean, well, in many like ways, it's all it's all on the timeline. I yeah, mean, it's it, like with disco came before house, and then you know crossed and transitioned to house. I guess you couldn't basically. use the word disco anymore, so it was like ha- suddenly it was house. <laughs> yeah, or we called it dance music, and then it, and then the house music came out of Chicago in a big way in the late '80s, so and and then it just kind of took over that that genre represented dance music. Basically. Yeah. But of course, uh, the classic house music is a particular kind of sound, which is more soulful, Chicago, New York-based kind of sound. Which yeah, like soul R and B. Yeah, soul R and B. Call and response. Uh, uh, she's moving forward a little. Oh fast. yeah, me moving it forward. <laughs> Lovely Jones is jumping the timeline. We're, like we're, we're at disco house techno. <laughs> <laughs> it's all related. Cousins, yeah. It's all related. Cousins, you know, yeah, it's like a drag queen. A, co- a, a, a clown is a—it's the cousin of a first cousin of a drag queen. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's all family, basically. We are family, so <laughs> we're all connected that way well, somehow. Let's go back a little bit uh, to disco. Yeah. Um, now you, um, I'm one of the producers of a fabulous show here in San Francisco. I, I, I wonder you might even yeah. travel with this. I mean, the very beginnings of it. I mean, my partner Sergio Fadash mm-hmm. uh, started at Deco Lounge and was going for about a year, and uh, yeah, it was I like. You know, you just the very there. beginnings. I came in after a year. I came in actually to do a guest shot. And then after the guest shot, Sergio asked me if I could be his partner. And I said, yeah, I, I, I think we've got something good here. Uh, and I just felt it right away. And, you know, j- judging from that night when I when I did, did the guest shot, it brought a lot of different people together. Which is like, oh, oh, yeah. And so so we, uh, that this is going back now nine years. Years. Nine years, folks. Nine years. And uh, we were at Deco. Uh, the, the first club we were at was in, uh, you know, the Tenderloin at, at Turk and Larkin. It was, yeah. a, it was a great space because it, we were able to make a proper dance floor out of the second room in the club. And it was really working. Uh, the owner actually decided to retire and sell the business. He sold it to somebody else that didn't want to have a cabaret license. So we were forced to move the club. But... 
I'm glad we were forced to move the club because we moved it to the stud. Another another iconic uh, uh, club for the LGBTQ community and family and friends, of course. It's not yeah, exclusively yeah. you know gay, but it's uh, yeah. It, it is like a room in our house for sure. And then at that time, and when we moved it there, we actually brought the dance club back to the stud because before that it was mostly known for uh, shows like uh, Tranny Shack and all yeah. that. It was like it a, a, it's a show bar and something years, yeah. something on Friday nights and all that. So, uh, so it was mostly a, a show bar, but we brought the, the dancing back. Yeah. So it's like, and, and then we made you know it into a proper dance floor, and uh, and we constructed our own DJ booth. We put it on the stage so we could be right there with yeah, with the right people. The yeah. And oh, on that on the part that yeah. sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the tongue or whatever. You yeah. know, the stage that sticks out. Right. The prong. Okay. We, the DJ get, prong. The, the, <laughs> so, uh, so right there, and uh, it and it's the rest is history. I mean, it's just like it's been. It, I have it's to say, it's nine been years. jamming like every month. Better like, than ever. Better than ever. And this is a monthly event, ladies and gentlemen. The next one is coming up soon. Uh, first Saturday of the month. It's actually, I have my little notes here just so I get the date correct. Uh, the first Saturday of July will be uh, July 7th. And we're bringing in uh, special guest Jimmy Dupree, who's coming in from the East Coast and was you know well known in the fire island scene and oh, you know yes. playing in, in in new york but he's he's from philadelphia and 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 he has residencies in philadelphia as well but now he's going to be moving to san francisco how exciting and what a nice way to usher in yeah. a talent such yeah. as mr dupree by having him having a platform from him here at yeah. san francisco's own go buying our iconic yeah place to dance if you want to uh, hearken your you know uh, take a trip back in time Definitely. to a little love fest in the genre of disco house and what what other genres do you dabble in uh, those that oh uh, i mean uh outside of go bang uh i play house no so i, I mean in go in go oh in go bang well it's 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 a disco party but we it, we like to remind people it's all variations of disco mm-hmm. from the early uh soulful disco all, all through the 70s through the more electronic uh, disco and you know how it evolved in the 80s and wasn't called disco anymore but (laughs) it still was disco really high energy and uh, so and we'd like to play a lot of the late night stuff because we're open until 3 in the morning so after like after midnight and 1 a.m. we can play the really good stuff that was played at like 4 and 5 in the morning and oh yeah that great stuff that was played you know in the the big legendary clubs like Trocadero here in San Francisco, which were open till like in those days, open till seven, eight in the morning. Yeah, every Saturday night, and people were. It's, it was an all-night thing. So there's all this choice music that uh, mainstream people never heard before, but it was played in these clubs, like really, Paradise Garage in New York, or the Saint, whatever in Chicago, whatever at the uh, uh, Dugan's Bistro or or the Warehouse. Which, Frankie Knuckles and all that. Oh, oh my yeah. God! So, and in Detroit, for that matter. Oh yeah, of course. And uh, so, 
a lot of uh, the younger crowd hears that music now and they go, wow, what is this? <laughs> it's like some of them even think it's like new music. Exactly. But it's, uh-huh. it's so good. So, the past. so yeah. and, where, it, and where are you coming from as a DJ? What what city or were you? Well, I'm I'm from Chicago. Chicago, so, D- yeah. all right. Yeah. So I mean, of course, what an incredible music city with yeah. that started so many movements and of course with house music. What was your first uh, main you know big gig over? there in chicago uh my first gay gig or I, well it was like actually it, big that you would say it, oh, this it is, was I'm, I'm starting to make it it here. was more like uh in chicago is more like playing like undergrounds and loft parties and that's what i was doing there and of course going to the you know the the great clubs like uh, dugan's bistro and den one den one is actually where ron hardy started and I was like going to the clubs like in in 1970, 71. Oh, oh really? Oh yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, I was just uh, you know, I was I was underage getting into the clubs. But, but you know, I, I, may I ask you, like in 1970 and 71, was the concept of a discotheque even uh, uh, invented yet? Well, because you know, back east, and back east had it before it really came out here. So it was like. New York, of course, like like was a, like the big capital of disco. Really, you have to you have to give New York credit for that. Yeah. And so they had all these early clubs, like the Sanctuary and David Mancuso yeah. had the Loft. But in Chicago, there were clubs like the Bistro and PQs and Den One, where they were playing all that music too. And of course, but when you say all that music, and and I want to like uh, touch upon this, um, were they even playing all that music beat per minute because I feel like that was a kind of like a, a thing that came about with um, the synthesizer. Well, it actually started before that because, I mean, the really great uh, disco DJs were able to actually mix. They mixed the, the, the more soulful stuff, even though some of the intros were very short or whatever. Sometimes they would slip cue the record, but right on yeah, beat. Because and the would, extended play they, hadn't been in pretty much invented yeah. into, would you say, George For, for the most part, not. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're still doing going on back then, you know. What I, mean? I know, like, what were they playing? Like, can I guess? Can I play you a song and you tell me if it's a hit or, or if that's what you heard or not? I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I love I love doing this part. Oh, okay, sure. so like, let's pretend that? it's 1970 and you're in a club and then this comes on. Oh. <laughs> oh, Nancy Sinatra, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Who else could it be? Yeah. Uh, okay. Some, that was sometimes that would be thrown on. Yeah, I mean, it's okay, like, but it, it wasn't was, the main meat. It of wasn't it. the main. I would <laughs> say, like going back to like um, you know one of the first songs, Eddie Kendrick's "Girl, You Need to Change Your Mind," stuff like that, or uh, Harold Melvin, "The Blue Notes," "The Love I Lost." The love, I lost. the love I lost. Was, what this year is was in '73. But what was in '70 and '71 when you were underage? Like, what oh, under like uh, Lynn Collins. You better think, think. Da, 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 which is a highly sampled song that was. Uh, a lot of Marvin Gaye was sampled. Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah. yeah, they sampled a lot of Marvin Gaye. But they were sampling like yeah. Motown, the Beats. Oh yeah. Yeah. What about, um, what about this song? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. You do, uh, you do know that. 
Did they speed up temples in 70? They did. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, they they could. I mean, in the early 70s, they, they couldn't because there weren't variable speed con uh, controls on the turntables. But but they were able to, you know, even the songs at lower tempo, a lot of them had a lot of energy. Like uh, everyday people, I like I what I like, and I like it. Yeah. I like what I like. I mean, it's like it's down there in tempo where they played. So but share. don't forget share. share. Oh, share. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gypsies, yeah. tramps, and thieves. Yeah, or <laughs> or eventually take me home. Take me. Right. Well, that right. so that's like right. in the you know that's seventy-eight. Getting a little more into the seventies, yeah. but yeah, we were talking. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, they played stuff like from War. You know. Uh, Average white band, stuff like that. Um, there was all, all kinds of things that they were playing. All right. Well, for a drink ticket at Wildside West, name this tune. Who, whoever goes first, you got to raise your hand. Call us. We want to know what your favorite disco song is of all time. Call us at 415-550-0511. I want to see I'm, if you guys know this one. I just uh, downloaded it recently. I'm like loving it. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Well, it's either it's spank, or <laughs> yeah, or it's sixty-nine. Uh, uh, you know, it's spank. It's spank. I mean, it's, spank actually sampled the sixty-nine uh, club sixty-nine, but uh, oh, uh, they did. Okay. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah, it sounded familiar. There. Jimmy Boho. Jimmy Bohorn. Bohorn. Yeah. Um, great song. Wow. It I, is. I heard yeah. that at Busta, your friend Bus Station John's gig, Disco Daddies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Which is uh, another long-running party. Another long-running show, uh, usually at the Eagle, right? At the Well, yeah, yeah. The, uh, Disco Daddy's always at the Eagle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then, of course, he's done the Tube State Connection. Oh, yes, and at Aunt uh, Charlie's. And Charlie's. And Charlie, that, that's your name. My, that's little. been going on. <laughs> That's been going on, what, I think 12, 13 years, something, 14? 63 years. <laughs> something, a long time. Long time. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> listen to some Jamiroquai though if I hear you yeah I've listened to Jamiroquai in 97 back in the day yeah let's take a short musical break uh, we'll be right back with a classic from Chic I had a, the <clears throat> opportunity to interview Alpha Anderson last year who is one of the lead singers yes from the uh, original lineup Chic this is one of their huge early hits dance 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 everybody dance we'll be right back folks don't go anywhere Thank you. 
All right, House of Pride Radio showing some love for the group Chic. Uh, one of the singers, Alpha Anderson, is a friend of House of Pride Radio. Folks, you're listening to House of Pride Radio here with Tweaker Turner, my co-host Lovely Jones, and our very, very special guest today, Steve Fabus. Are you flat? Hi, I'm flat. Yeah, <laughs> just, just keep talking. <laughs> no, sorry. No, I'm very glad to be here. It's always, I, it's, I always love coming here and talking with you. Yeah, you're, you're yeah. definitely a family member of House of Pride Radio. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, Well, we love your show. I'm, I've gone to Go Bang as many times, and uh, I can't wait for the next one coming up on July 7th. July uh, 7th. That's the Saturday. First Saturday, uh, July 7th, with a special guest, Jimmy Dupree, coming in. From New York. From from New York, East Coast. Yeah, Yeah. how exciting is that? What That's are those times? Can you give us some time? What's a good time to show up, folks? Yeah. Um, Steve? It's actually, you know, we have like a crowd that comes early and stays late. So uh, we uh, we actually open at 9 o'clock, and there's people starting to come in right at 9, and it's like by 10, I mean, we got, uh, you know, full dance floor, you know. It's going. The party's going. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great. And like I said, they, you know, they they stay till 3 in the morning. And it's like gonna love wonderful. This. So. I'm going to turn the dance floor out when I get down there with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Are you a dancer? Don't, don't, don't shortstop lovely. I'm a great dancer. <laughs> well, we can't wait to see you. I mean, the hard, the, the thing is, the, the club it is about the dancer. Yes, it it's is. It's all about the hardcore dancer, and that was what was big about disco. Yes. When disco came in, it was all about the, the dancer yes. and the DJ. Yes. You know, and, you know, the energy going between the two and yes. and just all that collective energy mm-hmm. that's really really the beginning of everything we know of yes, it's like it is. D- uh, dance clubs and dance club culture yes, it, it all started with disco mm-hmm. and so yeah we're we're glad to bring you know that kind of feeling and energy yeah back with that music that marriage is yeah. great yeah yeah and of course yeah it all evolved into house music yes. and techno and everything that we have today mm-hmm. but and it's nice when people go in and they you know and the, with the younger crowd that's there too it's like they get it you know right you know it's like yeah we, we get how this all yeah, started right, everything yeah. Each other. <laughs> yeah good so, good good yeah it's uh, it's it's really nice experience i'm 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 just great i'm grateful that i'm sure it's it's that's been going for as long as it's been going to bring people together for the love yeah. of music yeah yeah i mean that's the beauty nothing, of it yeah there's definitely. nothing like that i mean it's just you know so satisfying and young people with yeah. old people oh yeah it, everybody it, in the middle it is it yeah. is a whole mix you know you throughout know? the whole night yeah, yeah. music yeah, is universal you know you can probably get two people on the street and they may not understand the language that they're speaking but you can turn on a song that will naturally bring oh, yeah. them together and yeah. they will automatically know like oh yeah you're my kind of people yeah it's like it's like you know they they don't you don't have to think about it that's i mean right. when you're out on the floor you just feel it yeah. and that's the whole idea you're yeah. feeling it and now you, you feel the music and you feel connected with yeah. it and yeah. you feel like a, you know you're you're part of a family and yeah. it's you belong there that's where you want to yeah that's where you want to be that's beautiful that's, i so. love it yeah so i'm mean, yeah and it's like we're gonna celebrate our 10th anniversary and just 
a couple months. Fantastic. And congratulations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. So, so it's Congratulations. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Something worth celebrating. So, yeah, you know, we're very we're grateful to everybody that comes and supports it and uh, you know everybody puts the energy into yeah, it. Everybody yeah. there puts the energy into yeah, it. Yeah, and that's and the beauty of that. Yeah. yeah. The beauty. <laughs> <laughs> come together in one collective, you know. And yeah. and you know it's it's we're at the stud and you had the legendary stud and it's yeah. wonderful of you know being part of the whole legacy of this of the stud and with the new collective and everything that's running the stud and an incredible group of people. Uh, it's interesting to to uh, note though that at the building that we're in. Uh, we're going to have to leave that building. Hmm. Um, I mean, the, the stud. That is interesting to know. The stud business is a, a legacy business, so we will be moving the stud to another location in, in Soma in the same area. Okay. It has to be in the same area because the uh, Soma is so identified with, with the, 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 spiritual, the spirituality of the stud. And it's, mm -hmm. it's culturally, it's, a, it's part of Soma Definitely. and Soma is part of the stud. So yeah. it's got to be in that neighborhood. So they, they are moving it. They, as of now, I don't know exactly. I'm not exactly sure where they're going to be moving it. But yeah, towards the, at the end of the year, we have to leave the building that it's been yeah, in. Yeah, but it's a so good I, thing though. It's not. Do all shows have reason. to leave? Uh, is that what you're saying? Oh yeah, I mean, oh, not. So I'm not talking about Go Bang. I mean, I mean, yeah, yes, stud. I'm talking about oh, Go Bang. Stud. We're going to be leaving with the stud. The stud itself. Oh, well, Every, it, everybody yeah. at the stud. That's is, huge. Yeah, that's a huge. It's a huge deal. And yeah, it is sad that you know uh, that space has been so special. But yeah, we hate to you know Open have to doors. leave the space. Yeah. But it's it'll be a new beginning. Definitely. Uh, you know, uh, bringing the stud mm -hmm. to. Uh, a new location, new location okay. and it's it's going to happen you know i mean we're not going to let this go definitely so that may be a new door opening up that's oh yeah for better possibilities oh yeah you know? yeah and it'll it will be you know it will be the stud wherever it goes that's what yeah and you, can't, you can't run from that so yeah. it, that's all going to happen at the end of the year. I mean, the last night of the stud will be, you know, in December of this year. Oh. Uh, the, uh, the last part of December, the last week of uh, December. Well, are they planning anything uh, special to promote? I, I, I haven't heard in detail what's going to happen yet, but I'm sure very soon we'll, we'll hear about you know Info. the the last party at mm -hmm. that location okay you know which is ninth and harrison yeah so i'm sh i'm sure yeah there, there could be a, a three-day long party right? going on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that'd be the, that'd be great though can you um imagine the um publicity that the new place would get if you if they did give a three-day party well, I'm sure it's going to be good. It's going to be it's going to be something. It, it, what I would imagine. I mean, uh, this is what I'm suggesting, maybe. Uh -huh, uh -huh, <laughs> but uh -huh. I would imagine it'll be something that lasts the whole weekend. You know, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. Bam! You know, this is the last weekend at the stud at this location. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, and then it'll be. Oh, do you moved. hear that, Steve? What? And lovely Jones. We do. 
It's the Foghorn. Oh. You know what that means. We have to give away a pair of tickets on Hornblower Cruises oh, to the great. third caller. Uh, 415-550-0511 wins a pair of tickets on our own San Francisco Fabulous com- Company. 40 years in the making. Hornblowers out of Pier 3. Oh, I see the somebody have somebody on the phone now. Hold on. Let's see who's there. Can you, who's on the phone? Can you hear us? Yeah, it's Diego Gomez. Diego Gomez, you are caller number one. Call us back and you'll uh, win a pair man. of tickets. <laughs> All right, looking okay. for the third caller. All right, thanks, Diego. Right. Almost, Mega Diego. Almost. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, sorry to interject. We try to have a little fun here on Nelson Broad Radio for the five people that are listening. 415-550-0511. Okay, lovely Jones, go And back. there will be exciting <laughs> experience there this Sunday because guess who will be there? Lovely Jones herself will yeah. be there. There, so you'll get to party with me, okay? <laughs> Live and up close and personal. It can be any Sunday. It doesn't have to be any Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> you want a good Sunday? You'll show up with me. <laughs> oh, we got a got second a caller. caller here as well as they do. I was. Hello, House of Pride Radio. Who do we have calling? It's Diego, Grand. <laughs> All right, you won, Diego. Fuck it. I don't All care. Right, Second caller wins. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. You're the only person listening to us. Thank you. <laughs> we love you, Diego. <laughs> okay. So tell us who you are and what your claim to fame is, Diego. <laughs> uh, I'm Diego Gomez. I, um, I paint and I do drag in San Francisco. Fabulous. And he happens to live pretty close to me, so I can actually walk over those tickets uh, like tonight. <laughs> well, That's nice. How convenient. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Delivered. I'm so happy that you won, and thank you for listening to House of Pride Radio. Me too. Thank you. Uh, uh, let's have a nice round of applause for Diego. Thank you, Diego. Yeah. You're welcome. See ya. Tell your friends all about it. <laughs> All right, every week, folks, we'll be listening for the Foghorn and to win a pair of tickets. Uh, uh, Hornblower's been gracious enough to, to supply us with some uh, PR fun. What do they call that? Bling? Not bling. Um, spank? No, not spank. Uh, <laughs> what? What do you call what? I'm just sorry. You know, companies have that. They're like section of... Fringe benefits or Fringe something? Benefit. Oh, good Lord. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen for that noise every week. <laughs> I'm losing. Who gave you me that? You should give us a heads up next time when you want us to I shouldn't have, have eaten trivia. those magic cookies. How about happy endings? <laughs> swag. It's swag. <laughs> we'll be right back after this short uh, musical break from another classic disco. Not everyone knows this song because it was banned on many radio stations in Ooh. the 70s, but I'm sure you guys know. Here it goes. It's from the group Musique. Musique. Oh. Bush.
right yeah. in the bush. Yeah. You know, I remember I was 13 when that song right. was being played on W. I think it was WABC in New York City. It was like AM back in those days. And you said it was actually banned. Oh I, yeah, I and I read that. about that in Wikipedia actually recently too. That that song would have been a big hit. It only got up to number 53 on the uh, Billboard Pop chart. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a it's a fierce tune. Like oh, it is. It, yeah. Everything about it still holds up. Like the, just the quality is amazing. Uh, I forget who produces it. Shame on me. But, um, oh, music. Music is the group yeah. production. But it was, um, yeah. What's it? Oh, God. Who are, I don't want to guess. Yeah, well, we'll figure yeah. it out later. But, uh, but yeah, they wouldn't play. A lot of stations wouldn't. So it would have probably done better. Yeah, definitely. It did do better. Well, it had in a lot UK, of different meaning. It had a lot of different meanings, you know, that were might be considered, you know, prurience or whatever. No, but, it, but, it had one one primary meaning in the bush push push in, in the, the bush. bush okay yeah but also it was about the bushes uh, bushes on yeah, fire it's, it's like on it's fire about island gardening yeah. it's you know yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say it was but, before it's time yeah, what about right. horriculturally speaking right. <laughs> <laughs> push push in the bush yeah it was definitely before well, it was a brilliant time. concept because uh, back in uh you know it kind of harkens back to call and response mm-hmm. right you got call and response going on with the th- four is a three-member group group is before jocelyn brown became famous she was one of the members and, yes and, yeah. and uh yes. oh wow you know call and yeah. response r&b elements mm-hmm. so it's like hawking back to african like bush you know whatever mm-hmm. dancing african right. african music yeah. right mm-hmm. that's the way i interpret it i thought really clever you right. know, it's sexually overtoned, but at the same time, it's kind of like rooted in classic R and B. Definitely, so, that's kind of like that one song by Jocelyn Brown. Um, you got to have a job to get with me. That was Gwen. Right. That's not. I'm sorry, Gwen. Gwen. Gwen, Gwen right. Guthrie. Gwen, Gwen Guthrie. Guthrie. Yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Do you know why I know that song? Because I got I won first place doing that in a drag queen <laughs> lip sync contest <laughs> in Provincetown at the Lesbian Bar Pipe Piper. Oh my Piper. goodness. <laughs> well, come you knocking around my yeah. door. What can you do for me? I'm glad you. Bro- <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because wow, I mean, yeah, I think that's going to be played at Go Bang. Definitely. Yeah. Do they have like a dance version? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, a lot of that they've put house music to a lot of those old tunes. Oh yeah. Yeah, they've they've digitally remastered them and made them. And, and Larry Levan put a lot of that oh, stuff yeah. in. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way, garage. rest in peace, oh, Miss uh, Guthrie. Yeah. She yeah. passed a few years back, sadly. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was such an incredible so. time she, did there. Did she pass? She or was did. It? Oh, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we yeah. want to talk about Pride now. Pride, uh, San Francisco Pride just passed this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, if not one of the biggest in the world. Yes. Uh, God, I think I heard a million people showed up, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> Parade festivities. That's, that's one of the biggest oh, in the world. Yeah. One of the biggest. I mean, almost too big in my my opinion. <laughs> like too much, <laughs> but. Uh, huh. But nevertheless, we want to hear about what you don't. We want to hear, yes, Lovely Jones, what you did for Pride and what your your. Uh, it was a, a big weekend, yeah, for for me uh, DJing as well. I played the, the Electrolux party at Public Works on Friday, which was you know packed, yes, incredible. And then uh, Saturday night, I played at uh, Comfort and Joy's Afterglow party. That was at Five Fifty Barneveld, and that was packed. These are big clubs and there was like I don't know three from 2,000 to 3,000 people coming in these clubs every night and 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 to think that yeah those are two big parties 
shoes. Did you get a there? Dollar? How much did they pay you? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, a dollar a head. That's they, three thousand know, dollars. They were, you know, <laughs> they were they were good. It was decent. I'm it sure. <laughs> that is such an inappropriate <laughs> question. <It> just, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to complain is. right here. I just here. want to do it's that. So it is. I'm going to shame Very them now. Right. You could have paid me more. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. It was just, it was just, it was just right. It's it like, how do people negotiate those kind of things? Do you have to have like a kind of a DJ agent? Uh, there, uh, sometimes an agent comes in handy, and then sometimes he's just you're not negotiating twice. it like right on the you know on, the telephone. on <laughs> Facebook, Spot, right? Facebook so, Messenger. Whatever. Yeah, right? Okay, I've I would like gigs to sh- on Facebook <laughs> for sure. I mean, not, not three thousand people, yeah, wouldn't, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. People. A lot of a lot of <laughs> jobs come up through <laughs> through Facebook. Definitely, you know? that's one of the good things about that, Facebook. I will it's a very say, good way of advertising now. Can't stand Facebook. I have. Generated business on. Oh yeah, yeah. very good advertising. Yeah. Have you? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't advertise what I have on, on Facebook. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this, that's a topic for discussion on another it show. It is. It is. Well, let's save that for Beaver Talk every uh, second Wednesday. Fantastic, Miss uh, <laughs> Shugana and uh, Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. It's a new segment. Our house has many rooms, and that's one of them. Second Wednesday of the month, Fantastic. Beba Talk. Mm-hmm. Beba Talk. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm with okay. it. Not Baby Talk. Beba Talk. Beba. I love it. Not Beba. 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 Beba Talk. Okay, Beba Talk. Do you I know, love it. What sound does the Beba make? <sighs> <laughs> All right. I love it. I, I love you, Mike. After the show. <laughs> it's Miss, you know, I want to hear. I want to hear that sound. I want to hear that sound again. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> does it sound like a muskrat? What does a beaver sound like? It's like that song. This is the sound the fox makes. Remember that hideous song like last year or two years ago? Uh, oh, that yeah. who made what? The fox. In, oh, like. Mm. The Does the fall. beaver actually make a noise? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe it's just but silent. You know, it just gives you the eye. Definitely. Because what I'm actually what he's munching on doesn't really have a sound, right? This is what I would say about the beaver. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked for a brief moment earlier this year at Little Darlings and the Condor in okay. North Beach in the strip club as a DJ. Okay. Um, I saw a lot of beaver. I'm for sure. the first time ever, I was amazed. It's like the, suddenly I totally got it for just a split second because <laughs> the DJ booth was very close to the stage and like uh-huh. there it was. Bam! And I got it. I got it as a gay man. I got it for a second. Uh-huh. It's like the center of the universe and it's just like kind of like sucks you sucks in. You in. It sucks you like in. Like the black hole. It wasn't like that. It was more beautiful. The abyss. No, it was more beautiful. It was like an energy. Like kind of like okay. this is where it's... <laughs> Trust me, I get it. It's getting very steamy in here right now. Is it getting hot in here? It's getting hot in here. <laughs> is it? Well, that's that's a good thing, I think. We but need I to just, change. It is. Get back on topic. Okay. <laughs> Do we? I thought that was taco. <laughs> For some people. Yes. All right. No, but wow, success. DJ success. Yeah. Agents, do you have a, a DJ agent? Um, not right now. I mean, I had one years ago, but 
No, you know, I seem to He's get everybody. Yeah, it's, yeah. You, you are the. I don't want to have to pay You're anybody else. Right? Why would you need a middleman? I mean, yeah. I mean as long as as long as, as long as the That's phone right. keeps ringing or whatever, I get messages. That's right. <laughs> with jobs coming in, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, I guess I don't need an agent. Oh, it would be yeah. actually though. I'm I'm going to be looking into it actually to get uh, shopping around for an agent Uh, maybe well you told us off air what we were talking discussing now you um well you had all the success during pride pride celebration so was it how was it this year for you you've done it was a it was a great pride i mean a lot of elements were coming together with the political sized topics all over the place hitting you in the face how did you did or did people leave that at home they did this year i think they kind of left it at home I, I i don't think they should always leave it at home uh but i mean actually i think there should be some political speeches made on the main stage you know for the most effectiveness so a lot of people can hear yes. you know what you know about what they could be doing you know politically or how they should vote definitely, definitely. if we're near an election there should always be that so definitely. and and making sure people get out and vote I mean, it's so important. I mean, remind you, and there's a reminder of why we should vote today. With you know, did you say there's always someone there to remind you? Definitely. Okay. Should always be someone there to remind you. (laughs) But with (laughs) with Justice Kennedy, you know, retiring and knowing now that you know Trump is is going to pick a very conservative. Uh, ju- uh, Supreme Court justice to, yeah. to put, be put on the Supreme Court, and it's just a reminder for, and I have to say it for all the people that didn't vote in the last election and kind of allowed this to happen. Yes, this elections have consequences, and one of the consequences is what happened today, and that now this person in power, this this president we have, I don't even want to call him president, really. Anyway. But he has the power to select a, a justice mm-hmm. that can try to, you know, basically shut down, shut down of, uh, some of the rights that we've we've already yeah, earned, for years. you know, and, and, and even reverse well, things. Yeah, and the reason why I brought brought that up, if you, what the energy was like, was because um I saw or I saw a news report, I guess on Cron News, a local news station. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the parade, there were it was a lot. It was festive, and people were having a good time. But there was also like some protest signs, and some of the floats were parade or people walking. There's more people walking than there's floats Definitely. these days. Um, mm-hmm. But not maybe not so much during the the parties that you DJed with people more in just in the party mood, just like well, no, I mean they're 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 not going to be you know car- <laughs> carrying signs. protest signs at, <laughs> right. at the club when they're, when, when they're the club. But that's yeah, what, let's get that thing back. <laughs> I got my sign. No. Okay, but I think it's important. Important at the parade, and because I mean, basically, uh, the uh, Gay Freedom Day, uh, LGBT Freedom Day, mm-hmm. now Pride. Um, I actually have a problem with just calling it Pride now. I think we should call it back to LGBT Pride yeah, because well, if you like, leave out the Q, there's going to be some issues. Oh, Q and Q. I am sorry. I don't. I don't want to leave. I don't want to leave anything right. out. Q and I actually too. Right. Whatever. But anyway. I don't care. Put that right. all on there be ahead of Pride because it's almost gotten to the point where it's just generic. It's just kind of like, it, it's great that it's a party yeah. for everybody. And I understand, yeah, part of calling it just Pride makes 
make sure that everybody knows that you know they can so be part pride. of pride yeah. is pride for everybody but let's acknowledge the fact that this is a, a gay you know right. it started as a gay political gay. protest That's right yeah now that like That's right yeah, oh God, I have some I have some thoughts about all this too. Because like, uh, I don't want to make turn the show into like some kind of political, political thing, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, back in the day, like guys were being killed left or Definitely. in prison for mm-hmm. just trying to be themselves and express love for other men. Yeah. right. Mm-hmm. That was who, how we felt. Right. Mm-hmm. So there was a need to do this pride thing. Yeah. Now it's like everyone in their like cousin is in the parade, which. Which is another level. It's like everyone's coming together and we're all being happy. Well, you know, on that note, what you said, as far as that's concerned, you know, I come from a city that is not gay-friendly. And I had it very hard um, living uh, in Michigan and uh, being able to be gay as a lesbian. I've lived my life as a lesbian Mm -hmm. all of my life. And it was never friendly enough in my workplace, in school, in society, sociably, it was very difficult. Nor so, was it for me either growing up. I always yeah. had to keep it in, in the closet, so to speak. It might have been easier for you to keep it in the closet, but... No, you know, it was like doing time on Maple Drive. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, and that's what, that's what he's saying now. Like, it should never be forgotten that what... What what that is for? It's for the people that was different and treated that were repressed different and, and repressed. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it should be a day, of course, inclusive of everyone that yes, wants right. to celebrate it. But they should respect and acknowledge that this right. was as the, for what the, it this is. This day started as Gay Freedom Day. That's right. And and it they should be. It, it should be stated. It should be. It, they should be reminded by by basically simply calling it LGBTQI, what mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Pride. Mm-hmm. And, you know, instead of just right. pride, it's mm-hmm. just like I don't know. Just I hear you, you know, baby. I hear you. Um, I, I agree yeah. with that. We get more support. I even noticed in the last millennium more family support um, than ever before because yeah. in the late sixties and seventies, your family shunned you. If you were too uh, out for out forward, or it was noticeable, you yeah. know what I mean. And now these days, we do get more family support and friend support. Um, yeah, and some of that's probably opening up of uh, you know uh, um, the way we're more connected these days with technology. Right. People are able to see, uh, you know, our community is not that different from anyone yeah. else, you know, and it's like right. all, you know, it's flesh and blood. And, yeah, you know. and we love everybody, by the yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Right. So we do. Um, so that's good. That's a positive. It is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but like getting back to overall, it was just it was a very pleasant pride i mean it's I think like people are basically you know, you know. tired of the let's talk about trump and let's talk about this i yeah, think that yeah. pride was for people to say hey no more of that like we're all here together we love each other let's just have a good time and show the rest of the world that we well, can do this in without bias on sunday i was you are where, oh, yeah. where were you hanging out i hung out everywhere i started at, <laughs> <laughs> i started at the top of um of market street in castro and worked my way around all right all weekend uh-huh. awesome <laughs> anything stick out like as a high? yeah i had to take it off and wash it off before i came here today Everything was sticking out. Oh, all right. <laughs> There's a lot of lovely Jones up in there. <laughs> um, Steve, did you do a, a float this year, a go bang float? No, no, 
no, no go bang float. No, but I mean that maybe <laughs> next year. Not maybe. a bad idea, yeah. right? Yeah, it would be a bad idea. Good disco music blaring yeah. on Market Street. And, I'd be a and have us up there, folks. yeah, have Definitely. us up there playing. Yeah, maybe it could be like a giant mirror ball and guys in the middle of it or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of our uh, one of our partners, Prince Wolf. Uh, yeah, Prince Wolf. He he DJed on uh, one of the floats. I believe it had to do with the court. I'm, I mean, I don't remember now exactly what yeah. what float it was. I think it had it was the, for the court. But uh, he was DJing on the float. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. so this week Pride weekend, what was there one song that you're like, hey, this is really working this weekend? I'm, this is my new favorite song. Well, <laughs> I might as well toot my own horn right. and, and Paul Goodyear's. But I mean, uh, one of my favorite records to play for Pride is uh, the Pointer Sisters. We got the power, and Paul Goodyear and I did a special edit of this a couple years ago. But so I, of course, I always feature that, and the words are really, real important. And yes, and I'm not so. familiar with that. Will you send it to me at some point? Yeah, I yeah. would love to hear that. We got Definitely. the power of the Pointer Sisters. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. So of course I play that. But there's there's my old uh, standbys to do what you want to do by T Connection is definitely like you know a pride record, and um, yeah. What I mean, what are some of the others? Uh, People's Choice, uh, do what you want to do. Uh, how does that go? Do huh? what you want to? How does that? Do uh, how does it go? Yeah. Uh, uh, you want me to hum it? <laughs> okay. Uh, do what you want. Do, oh, that's actually. No, I'm mixing him up. I'm sorry, but that's do it any way you want. You want do it any way you want. Do it any way you want. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and, uh, and then the, the other one that I mentioned earlier, uh, everyday people. I like what I like, and I like it. I like what I like. I like what I like. I like what I like, and I like it. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, remember that? That was yes. a, that was one of the early disco songs. But that's always, of course, it's like a a, a pride song. Very cool. And then you have like you know a deeper uh, deeper love a pride. Deeper love, yeah, deep yeah, love. all of that. Like that Aretha version, and then there's the. Cole, Clyde, Clyde yeah, Cole. yeah. Does the Ariza and reference. Cole and Clivies? Uh, yeah. Uh, I um, I like them both, but I actually I play the Cole and Clivies yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but lovely Jones. What's a pride song for you? Hmm. Um. In the bush. <laughs> <laughs> a lovely day. Oh, I. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of a slower pace, mid uh, tempo. It, it is. It's a it's a mid tempo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like That's that. And it kind of represents me. Yeah, lovely Jones. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we want to talk about. Oh wait, know, I, wait. Oh, hold on. Hold on. There's one I I forgot. I have to mention this. Oh, yes. It's a Pride song. Uh, Carl Bean. I was born this way. Mm. That was the original. I was born this way. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't want to forget about that. Oh, one. there's an original born this way. Yeah. Born yeah. This way. By Carl Bean, oh, and it's like oh. it's more like uh, gospely. Kind of, it's, it's okay. great. It was one that was played at Paradise Garage a lot and all that. So, it, it, it's yeah, it's one yeah. of the big ones. Okay. Anyway, so I, I might want to make sure I got that in. So, 
For me, the one that was resonating was this. I'm just going to play a sample of it this weekend. Pump up the jam. Pump up the jam. I mean, it's a fierce song. Like, check it out. It's going to kick in in just a second. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Like, fuck, man, this song is hot. Right, I played this twice on Friday and Saturday DJing, and like it, it oh, worked. Oh yeah, oh, this oh, yeah. will always work. You can always please. resort back to oh, those. Please. They and play the time. even like the original. Just yeah. play the original, please. I mean, there's some others that have come out, um, different mixes. Whatever. Some yeah. of them are pretty good, but, uh, but Technotronics one's kind of fierce, like that. Yeah, the, yeah. the lyrical yeah. part. Like oh, she yeah. put a lot of like, like. Mm-hmm. Um, like not spunk, but like a, a personalized. Oh kind yeah, of, yeah. You know, get a little pep yeah. up in your step. Pepper up. in it. She put a little oh, pepper. Yeah. In it. And you can ring my bell. By Anita Ward. Oh yeah, that yeah. that gets to start oh, it all yeah, the you time. Can ring my bell. That's, oh, yeah. I haven't heard oh, yeah. that one in some time. <laughs> yeah. My new uh, the new song, new top ten song that I'm really feeling now is a good remix of uh, um, Ariana Grande. Believe it or not, No Tears Left to Cry. Oh. Okay. It's a top ten hit. Yeah. By itself, which is like a pop kind of like huh. ballad mid tempo. Uh-huh. But the remix is pretty good, damn okay. good, and uh, it's been resonating when oh, I play yeah. it on the boats and stuff. Cool. <laughs> yeah, so little new, little old. Yeah, for a little me. funk. Yeah. A little mixer of that. You know, they redigitalized they uh, redigitalized that one too to ring my bell. They redid that and gave it a whole nother tempo. We're gonna have to play that Sunday for your birthday. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I'll have a little bell. Bing, bing, bing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All um, it takes is a good beat to get me started, Mike. Steve, rumor has it you're, you're actually DJing. Um, across the pond yeah i'll be going back to play at uh horse meat disco in um october but the date isn't in cement yet but it's going to be you know either late september or early october um and uh you know horse meat disco i mean they're like the infamous at this point infamous disco party that's been going on so it's weekly you know in in london and uh and you know, I love those guys, and I played there it's about. Pride in London, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I played. I played there four years ago, and now it's just like it's time to return mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. go there and play again. And they were just in town here. They played for uh, Juanita's party, oh. uh, the horse meet, uh, uh, Jim Stanton and uh, yeah. Severino. Uh, two of the four that's in the collective of Horsemeat Disco. Yeah. Uh, they played at uh, Juanita's Sunday party. Beautiful. At, at Jones, Juanita, Juanita Moore's, which is incredible. But uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going there to do that. Do and, you ever? Uh, uh, do you ever get a chance to go home very often? To um, oh yeah, I go. To, I go to Chicago just about every every year or so. Yeah. Okay. Check and that are out. Are they waiting on you? Do you have a very good following there? Um, well, I mean, I go. I've done guest shots there, but you know, I, I mean, it, it's like I'm going there sometimes just to go back there with family yeah. and friends because yeah. uh, most of my family is there, right? And uh, and then uh, you know, see, check out, you know, what's going on with, with the DJs are, mm-hmm. that I know they're doing things right now, and of course, Derek Carter. I oh mean, yeah, well, yeah. At, uh, the smart <laughs> bar, and you know, Michael Serafini and. Mm-hmm. 
uh, all those great guys. Serafini is—he's oh been God. around a oh, long yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. The you know owner of like one of the greatest mm-hmm. record stores mm-hmm. in the in the world. The world, Re- yeah. The gra- gramophone records, uh-huh. and basically socially, you know, basically the uh, the social center for the house community. Yes, he is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. One of the Steel. major ones, and yeah. they got an incredible night there going on at a smart bar mm-hmm. called Queen. <laughs> all right, all right, I love it. Yeah, night. yeah. So uh, you know, there's there's always something going on in Definitely, Chicago, definitely all the time. So yeah, I, I love going back there. Yeah, awesome. That's going to be so much fun, I think. And yeah, really like kind of revisiting, old, yeah, old stomping grounds, perhaps. So yeah, and then you know, just uh, oh yeah, I'm going to try to uh, go to Paris too. Well, I mean, of course, Ooh, why not? Definitely. Because um, if if you're in London, it's like you know, it's well, just well, two and a half. You? It's two and a half hour uh, exactly uh, ride to Paris on the train. I was like, <laughs> why it? not? Yeah, I that's mean, like gonna, oh yeah, an uh, hour like, on so autobahn. Go through the tunnel. And, yeah, on an autobahn, like, you'd be yeah. there in 45 minutes, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so why not? Yeah, definitely. So and, and I'm going to try to get another. Yeah. Gig in Live. Berlin too it's like yeah. it's like go back there but um yeah and then what as far as my other Don't get lost things there. coming up yeah in here um yeah uh I'm playing cosmetic at oh. the stud uh, the Wednesday night party Jordy Ackerley's party is great job uh, the cosmetic hey. yeah I'm gonna be, be playing more uh, on the techno side there right. yeah of course yeah. but who knows what you know once I'm up Wednesday there and get into the moment and go whatever uh-huh. I'm feeling this I'm feeling Do that they close but at 2 also on Wednesdays they close at 2 on Wednesday okay. yeah okay. but it's a, it's a great uh, Wednesday party mm-hmm. and then moving all the way up to Dory Alley oh yes uh, that's yeah. a, Oh August. yeah, that's, that's actually will be here before you know it. Yeah, it will be. But it'll be, uh, uh, I'm playing with Paul Goodyear at a uh, special muscle bear party <laughs> at DNA. All right. And uh, shirtless, yeah. of course. Yeah, shirtless, the whole thing. So, the, so these yeah. things are coming up. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you do the nice. Alley thing? I've Lovely never job. been. I've heard about it, but have I've you? Never yeah. Been. Put some uh, like leather on or something. Yeah. You know, some chaps it. and shit. Okay. Uh, can I get spanked while I'm there, Michael? <laughs> Anything you want, yeah. A leather jacket. I don't yeah. know. What are the lady? What have you seen ladies wear over there at Drury Alley? All sorts of things. Um, well, the ladies. I mean, yeah. I mean, the ladies wear kind of a lot of the same things the guys are wearing. Yeah. But in you know their own way, their own their own. That's right. Female way. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> A class in it. Maybe you can get like a, a feminine way. A rubber suit, or like a latex suit. Oh, like definitely. A body suit. So I can bounce off of everything all night. Yeah, right? Or slippery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's fun, and it's it's kind of like it's like the Folsom Fair weekend, but just for us, it's more yeah, like our beautiful. our party, the uh-huh. San Francisco Bay Area party. Yeah. Which is, so it's not like huge i mean it's actually pretty big it's grown quite a bit over the years but it's uh you know it's not like so blown up like Folsom fair which they're overdoing it which is you know it's just nice to have a huge party like the more the merrier also nice to have like a more intimate dory alley thing going on dory alley okay dory alley so we'll all get get together in the alley and have fun yeah (laughs) all right Well, um, let's take one more short musical break and then come around for last thoughts here on House of Pride Radio, San Francisco. Uh, Do you know what the number two song in the country is on Billboard Club chart? Anyone? 
the number two song? Oh, God. Is that, hmm? Is it your mix? No, girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, are you going to, like, no, I shame wish. me for not knowing that? Oh, my God. Also, I wouldn't, don't, I I would never have my own, it would always be, like, a collect, you know, in somebody else's EP, I would be one of the, I've oh. never released, I've never promoted my own song on Billboard. That's like a small fortune oh. <laughs> to do that. Maybe in the future, maybe we can collaborate. Okay. But that's no, that that's good. not the number oh, my okay. song. On, but thank you for thinking that actually it could be. That's so nice of you. Well, when y'all collaborate, don't forget my vocals. So All yeah. right, girl. All right. The number two song yeah. on Billboard Club Chart this week is Hot Stuff 2018 by what? Donna Summer. Yeah. Really? Oh my God! And here it is, See? folks. I'm so I'm, disco. I'm loving disco's it. Disco's always back. It's forever. forever. We've got on the charts. We've got Martha Wash's new one. She's being featured, and then we've got uh, Donna Summer here. Yeah. And then uh, one more disco lady. I I can't. Uh, who, who is it? One more disco song. I have to think about that. But we'll be right back. Hot stuff. 2018. Alicia Myers or somebody like that. Evelyn Jeffries. Patty Brook. It's Diana Ross, folks. <laughs> That's the third diva on the charts this week.
All right, all right. Hot stuff. Donna Summer, go for it, girl. She's got the play on Broadway. Don, Donna Summer. Yes. Play. Yeah. And got the um, new single at number two. I'm so they keeping we the love flame, you, Donna. keeping the flame alive. Definitely keeping the the carrying fame. the torch. Yeah, carrying the torch. Yes. Well, we're gonna wrap it up here, lovely Jones. All right. Uh, yeah, this is it's been a pleasure having you back, and we're gonna be doing you every second Wednesday if you can manage. Fantastic. Co-host with Tweak Turner here, on House of Pride Radio, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Diego Gomez for calling in and winning a pair of tickets on Hornblower Cruises, folks. You have to listen next week and listen for the Foghorn to win another pair of tickets on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on House of Pride Radio. Uh, we are so grateful. I'm going to have our very special guest DJ star, Steve Fabus, with us. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Um, uh, it was great being here. See you Saturday. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, it's you Saturday. See you on the dance That's Saturday, floor. Saturday, July 7th, folks. July 7th. Saturday Not this Saturday, month. but the next uh, Saturday yeah. after that. Yeah. It's always going to be first Saturday of the month until you guys move to a new locale. Hopefully yeah. it'll stay for a second. It'll, it'll be at the stud wherever wherever the stud goes. Ends up. We Where follow the be? stud. That would be. That's we the, follow the stud, baby. Following the stud is good. <laughs> <laughs> I've followed many studs. Follow but, the stud. Sorry, my, <laughs> just keep following the stud. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, follow the stud. Lovely Jones, what do you have coming up? Anything? I've actually got um, my stepdaughter's 4th of July birthday. 4th of July. 4th of July, so I'll be setting off fireworks. So look up in the sky and you'll see me. Can you believe how fast right. the summer is going? 4th of July parties. Already. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's uh, coming up right next week. Yeah, yeah. next week. Oh, my God, it is next week, folks. We hope you have a great 4th of July celebration. Please Once- be safe. Once again, listen to House of Pride Radio every Wednesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Central Time. Let's have a nice round of applause for Steve. Thank you, Steve. We love you. (laughs) Keep it up. Oh, my God. We're, We're in the middle of summer. Let's leave you with one of the best summer jams of all time. Folks, see you next Wednesday. Bye bye. a bit of a break from the norm just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control it's cool to dance but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance give me a soft subtle mix and if it ain't broke then don't try to fix it and think of the summers of the past adjust the face and let the alpine blast pop in my cd and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back cause it's summertime Madness. The weather is hot and girls are dressing less and checking out the fellas to tell them who's best. 
Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzos Or in your Nissan sitting on Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park A place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around and see what you beeping at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac And with a pen and pad I compose this rhyme To hip you and to get you equipped for the summertime Definition of summer madness. You are dying right now, <laughs> fucking nerds. <clears throat> so I'm in my classroom, and the fact that I'm gay gets brought up the other day, or at least I thought it was. And um, you see, my, my school is broken up. Each grade is broken up into teams, and they're named after, after colleges. And I teach all the grades. Um, so one of my sixth graders stands up, and he's like, Mr. Mack, what team are you on? <laughs> right? She had the correct reaction, people. <laughs>
but I am still oh. feeling a little bit ill. Yeah. That I'm not going to go to the doctor for. I will well, just... Well, you were already there. Don't you just say, oh, like, I'm hey, a I'm there. Lady, lady doctor, I should say. But she didn't... She She's a regular doctor, too. She wasn't like, oh, are you okay? You get a little stuffy in your throat or whatever. Well, she didn't I mean, even she say She could only give me, like, birth control. Take it. They're doctors. They can give you anything. <laughs> they can give you anything. Not with the insurance I have. Oh. Yeah. That, that, that's the fun stuff. Um, but, yeah. So... It's 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 it's, it's it's six season, so everybody's it's six season. Yeah, everybody's got right it. now. Well, I actually I'm gonna go burn it out of myself. I leave on Sunday to go to Mexico, Mexico. for ten days. Yeah, ten days. But I learned that Cabo San Lucas actually is sunny 320 days out of the year, average. So I'm really hoping that it's like super sunny and awesome. You're and if it's wear. not, I honestly don't give a fuck. You're not gonna wear a lot of clothes. That's cool. No, I, I don't think you wear a lot of clothes. <laughs> and the good thing is, you know, you'll be well by the time you get on the flight. Right. Well, and I did this thing where um, Virgin does this new thing where you can bid for an upgrade. So I did this. I didn't tell Jonathan. He doesn't listen to the show anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but I put in a bid to get bumped up to first class on our way back. So, but I only bid $150 a ticket. That's the least you can bid. You can bid from 200, uh, from 150 to 255. I'm not, which is less than the upgrade anyway. But I'm not going to spend more than 150. So, if they accept the bid, they'll charge me. But if they don't accept the bid, they don't charge me. So it's no big deal. Like it's I don't, right. I can't lose anything. But if I get, if we get chosen and we get to be in first class on the way home, on it'll Virgin be, Airlines it'll too. be the best. Like it's a two and a half hour flight. It would, Jonathan would freak out. It'll be like my Christmas present to him. Free be champagne. Like, I'll free all, all this stuff. All this stuff. And not, we don't want to do it on the way there because we're going to be so excited and we wouldn't care anyways. But on the way back, if we're just like, you know, tired and lounging. Right. And we get to be in first class and on stuff. It would be amazing. So I'm really hoping, fingers oh, crossed, man. that Virgin America. Because then I, how many, uh, you know, headphones can I bring back? You know what? That's usually what I do too when I fly, fly them. They're, they're my favorite airline. Absolutely. They really are. And that first class, ooh. I've never been, we've, neither one of us has ever flown first class. So if it happens, 
I'm gonna be super stoked. Dude, you, oh, you're gonna live like kings and queens for those two hours. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I, the, the chairs are like really big and comfortable. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if I. We'll see if I get it. And it is for me. It's like a kind of a crazy like $150 a ticket. What would you want to do that? But the flight was so cheap. I mean, the tickets were only like $150 anyway. Oh, really? So, yeah, no. I know. That's why. So. This is when we like to go out of town every year, and it's called Moss Thanks. It's the time between Thanksgiving and Christmas where Virgin American flights are the cheapest. So last year we went and visited his sister and right, got the New York, New Jersey things. And then uh, this year we're going to go to Los Cabos. And uh, so I'm super stoked. Where are you guys staying? At an Airbnb that I found that has like... um, a saltwater pool and we have our own private like balcony area and it's this big I'm really excited there's a big kitchen it's like a group kitchen but I don't know if other people are going to be there or not it's like a bunch of cabanas that are in this one like group or whatever so I have no idea how it's going to be but the pictures look amazing and I'm just like I'm so excited I'm so jelly and you're going to be gone for a week right 10 days 10 days so I'm actually going to be missing two AltaCasts so it's up to you if you would like to do it them. It's up to me. It's up to you. Dun, dun, Completely dun. up to you. If you don't want to do it, no big deal. We can take a two-week break. If you want to do it, great. Whatever you Which want. means I won't be seeing... Well, I leave on the 18th, so I will oh, see yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You'll see I'll me. I'll see you. Yeah, because I'm back on the 13th. It's not... I'm not, like, leaving forever. So it's you probably won't days. want to stay yeah. forever. Well, I mean, kind of, but I'm going to... I mean... Things are so crazy with the um, with the festival. I just won't. I, I'm gonna come back and hit the ground running. It's gonna be like, okay, just work, 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 work. Get it all just all the ducks in a row to just launch in January with all the PR and stuff. And uh, oh, uh, Steve Poggi's on his way here on a plane. And he actually wanted me to tell you something, so I have Steve to. Poggi. I have to. Um, old dumb face. Old dumb face comes in today at. Like 4:15, as plane lands, and he wrote me a text, and he's like, "I got through the airport and f- security in four minutes." He's like, "I'm a fucking doctor." Okay, so this is what he said. He said, "Got through airport security in four minutes, like a goddamn doctor." My flight is gonna land uh, 4:45, some whatever, whatever. Uh, Uber Bart, blah blah blah. Now here's what he says about. Uh, tell Latoya the one time I'm fucking flying we might be delayed because cock-sucking Trump came to the St. Charles Convention Center basically seven minutes from my house explain what that means what does that mean the St. Charles Convention Center is it's a St. Charles is a suburb uh, outside St. Louis where a bunch of fucking stupid Trump supporters and so what what it means is he basically probably got caught up in traffic and shit on his way to the goddamn airport because yeah. of his orange fat fucking ass. I hate that guy. But the, but the good thing is Steve Poggi will be here. Yes. And Trump will be in STL. Great. Wonderful. Sad. Yeah. I, he's gonna, I'm really excited that he's, um, and he'll be staying at your crib, right? Right. He is going. He's cat sitting. Yeah. He's, he's cat sitting for, um, uh, for my, for me, for my buddy, for Spike. And, uh, I mean, I started writing things down today because I'm like, yeah, ten, we're going to be on for 10 days. 10 days. And there's a lot of like rules that old dumb face isn't going to want to abide by. Like <laughs> we're not allowed to smoke in my building. It's just a thing. And if you do, the, the neighbors end up finding out and then they tell the building manager okay. because 
and you're not even allowed to smoke in the backyard. We have to smoke in front of the building for whatever reason. I don't understand, but whatever. It's a rule. I'm fine with it. You smoke pot inside, no big deal. But the cigarette smoke, I think because it like it lingers. It lingers, it lingers and so it, yeah. And just you know what the thing is, I think that's cool because I didn't when I was a smoker, I didn't want to smoke in my apartment either because I, I don't want the stench. Well, I don't want to smoke like with the cat. I don't want him to smoke inside with the cat either. So it's kind of like because I don't want the cat breathing all the secondhand smoke, and he already smokes enough pot smoke on his own, <laughs> the cat. So I'm fine. I'm fine with weed. Just no, no. But we're just afraid that. Oh, dumb face. I know. He has, I mean, well, and the other, there was last year when he took care of the kitty when I was at um, Mike Scott's wedding and it was New Year's and I get a phone call at five in the morning on New Year's Day from my building manager, Terry, saying, Spike's out. Spike's downstairs. I don't know what's going on. And I'm like, what? And I guess Steve had been so drunk that he like left the door open or something. Oh, no. And so, yeah, there was weirdness. And I was like, I don't know. So she picked him up and put him back in the apartment. It was no big deal because she has keys. So no big deal. But I was like, what did you, what are you, what is happening? Spike's downstairs? How would he, he doesn't even... I can't imagine him walking down all four flights of stairs either. Wow. Yeah. Well, the good thing is that that's that was old, old dumb face. Old, old dumb old, face. Old, yeah. old dumb face. But just recently he was in the hospital. Wait, what? Okay, so he is on my show this Friday, which is uh, Broken, Comedic Stories of Physical Trauma. It's going to be this Friday, 8 o'clock. He's got a news story. On Pamtastics. Yeah, here, I'll show you the picture because he sent it to me and I put it on the thing. So the comedians on this show, it's going to be actually, if you guys want to come to a show, it's a stellar lineup. Um, Three of my favorite comedians are on it. Uh, Steve Poggi, Chris Knatzer, and Natasha Muse. All of them headliners in their own right. Steve Poggi just coming off of his, he was headlining, was he in Alabama last week headlining? I don't remember, but he called me. He's like, yeah, I'm doing two shows tonight. So we did two 50-minute shows on on a Saturday, Friday and Saturday. Anyways, so he's a real headliner in his own right. Chris Knatzer, obviously, completely hilarious person. And Natasha Muse has been in it forever, and she's headlines all over the place. So anyways, that's this Friday. It's going to be a great show. And this is the picture of Poggi. I... It is so hard to just see all posts. I want to see the damn picture. There it is. So it says, just in time for this Friday's show, Steve Poggi in a hospital gown. So you can see he's got a little cuff on there. There he is. Definitely has that sort of new skin head haircut. Not the most flattering angle of the Poge. I'm like, why are you in the hospital? Yeah, he took it to selfie. It's a hospital selfie. Hospital selfie. What the fuck did he do? I have no idea, but we'll probably find out about it. This, uh... Hopefully it has nothing to do with cars, because I remember the story he told, uh, talked about with him, uh, uh... Running into something in his vehicle. Oh yeah, when he was when he got a DUI, they didn't. He never got charged for because he just was like, I just sold you too. He ran into parked cars on a a parking. Uh, uh, It's in felony, funny, but that wasn't even the felony. The felony was the breaking and entering. He never got in trouble at all for being drunk and driving his car and hitting two into two parked new cars. So they had to trash the cars. It was a car lot. Uh, crazy, right? Uh, but so this this Friday, it's going to be comics tell story of broken bones and trauma. Three-minute audience stories encouraged during the show. So if you have had any, we know that there'll be a story from Scotto of Flat Black Plastic for when he was skateboarding and just fell and broke his broke his leg in like 12 places. It was crazy. Ooh. And um, hopefully my buddy 
Uh, Chef Robert will be here to tell the story of how the Hummer hit him and flayed his leg open. Oh, my God. And he wasn't supposed to ever walk again. He's oh. lucky to be alive, but none of his arteries were... His, his, basically, his Jesus. leg just opened up like a pinata. Oh, my God. And, but they put it all back together because surgeons are amazing. I don't, I don't, I don't know. But so we're going to encourage audience stories, and then also the comedians will be telling stories. Do you stories have any of, of yourself? Well, I mean, I would have to say that spitting the skateboard story and spitting out the teeth is pretty that's pretty gnarly. that was pretty gnarly um Oof. and i mean i'll probably put that picture up on this today and be like look here's me when i busted my chin open because uh, oh, the teeth but i mean I, my other broken bones are like i've had my nose broken four times How i mean i guess i could tell i just what? jonathan wouldn't like the story if i told for when, when i was a whore if i told a story about how my nose got broken during sex and i let him finish Wait, yeah what? i took his t-shirt <laughs> I took his T-shirt and I let him finish. Wait a minute. Because we were facing each other, right? Because she's laughing really hard. It is. I guess it's a funny story. But I was having sex with a dude. And um, I know. I'm so glad that Jonathan doesn't listen to the AltaCast, right? This is years ago. This is like eight years ago, right? This is old news. Nine. This is old news. Like nine years ago. I've been with Jonathan for four years coming up Christmas. But before that, I mean, I slept with people in San Francisco. I don't know what to tell you. You got to do I what mean, you got to do. I mean, who knows? I don't, I don't know. I don't think about it. Whatever. But so we, like, came at each other, and my nose ran into his, like, clavicle bone just, like, really hard. And my nose, it hurt really bad. And my nose just started bleeding. Just It was just, like, gushing oh blood. And I was like, ah, and he handed he gave me a t-shirt and uh, he was like can I finish and I was like oh, yeah sure I because I was wasted oh my god and already bleeding all over his thing I was like all right wow. yeah wow so I let him wow yeah. that guy's dead to me yeah <laughs> can I finish yeah. oh how polite yeah right. oh, here's a, here's my t-shirt here's my Hanes white t-shirt yeah, yeah. there you go I you think it was and I think I can even remember what the t-shirt looked like it looks like there's one of them in this box it's not exact but it had like it was like a baseball t-shirt kind of yellow sleeves kind of quarter inch <laughs> quarter quarter sleeves you know and then like that the white knit, the white on the front I remember I remember very even though I was drunk that sobered me up real quickly when you break your nose damn did you have to go to the hospital or no I mean my nose has been that was the third time I broke my nose the damn. fourth time was the last skateboard accident not the teeth but the one after and I just like landed on my face and that was um, a couple years ago wasn't it I think well it was it was the weekend before Michelle Ryder got married so I'm gonna say it was two years ago two years ago because they got married in like November October or November of two years ago I can't remember it was a fun wedding though but it was weird I had to wear a lot of makeup because I had like two black eyes because when you break your nose it's like your eyes just you just get black eyes so I mean so I have a lot of stories of broken stories of trauma but I might even just sort of forgive not just not even I don't I'm in a host definitely but I don't know if I'm gonna do my own story because I mean it just it depends on the audience members that want to participate like right. I, if there's enough audience members that want to tell stories i'm not going to waste everybody's time with my stupid stories because theirs are probably i mean better well not better just i think it's going to be an interesting show because we're asking the audience to also 
be a part of the performance, which that I haven't is, really done before. That is, that's a good one. You should share. Yeah, with the, I, I just Jonathan. Oh wait, Jonathan yeah. will be in the audience. Damn He'll it. Audience. Well, those, and well, and so and so we'll stay put. But it's fine. It's like, well, the good thing is the podcast world knows now. Yeah, the podcast yeah, world knows now because they really. I know they really pay attention. I think they, I haven't broken any bones, knock on wood. Yeah. But yeah. I did fall up the stairs drunk and I got this dimple in my face now. Is that, that what that was falling up the stairs? Yeah, falling up the that, stairs. See, now, the only time that's ever happened to a friend of mine was my buddy Megan, the Meeks. And she fell up the stairs because someone had roofied her drink. Oh man! We were at That's the we were at the a place called the Jewel Box in and it's a seedy seedy bar in uh, in uh, San Diego. I don't know if it still exists. I'm sure it does. But it's so funny because one time a, one of the drunks ran into the wall and like totally took out the wall and they had to rebuild it. It's funny. It's Jewel Box. <laughs> um, but we were there and we were having fun and I was drinking a weird drink. It was. Um, they didn't have root beer schnapps. I was I was weird. I liked this sort of root beer schnapps and ginger ale. I think I was drinking. Oh. Or, there was a weird thing I was drinking. Um, and but when they made it, I tasted it. And I didn't I didn't like it. I was like, ugh, ugh something's the wrong here. It was like it was like there. whiskey. I wanted it to be whiskey and root beer, but they didn't have root beer, so it was like root beer schnapps and ginger. Anyways, it was a weird drink. Yikes. But I take, took a sip of it and I was like, ugh, I don't like this. And Megan was like, well, you know, I'll drink it. So. And we made a joke when we went outside at one point. We left our drinks and we didn't cover them or worry about them. And I'm like, yeah, right. Like someone's going to drug us here. Like, what are they going to, oh, I welcome your drugs. I made like a kind of a cheeky joke about it, right? We go outside to smoke. We come back in and I I taste of a drink. I was like, "Eh, I don't really want it. And so she was like, I'll drink it. So she drinks her drink and my drink. And then we proceed to go to this other thing. And suddenly she's just not, it starts raining outside. Things are weird. We met some other friends and our buddy Jin, and she is incapacitated. She falls up the stairs where, I mean, I was kind of wasted. And I kept thinking like, we've only had like, what we have, we barely had anything to drink. And then we figured out, we were like, they roof, they roofied our drinks. And she had double roofie because she drank hers oh, and mine. And yours. Yeah. Shit. So she got all like super passy outy and things were crazy. She fell up the stairs and then our buddy ended up driving her car and he was sober because she obviously could not drive her car anywhere. And on the way home, we got in some crazy accident like the the tire blew the person something happened the person in front of us and then there was us and he drove really well but we still something happened and we had to get up the car was like broken we had to get off and we were at some hospital and people had to come pick us up with a cab it was crazy and the, it was a crazy 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 night That's and it was so raining crazy. and she was all blah, fucked up and uh and we were like, we, we told the cops when they came, this is her car, he's driving, he's sober, we think that she got roofied. And uh, it was just... That sounds like a... It was a crazy night. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the rain made it all the way worse, but... Yeah. That was a dark-ass night. It was a dark-ass night. It Ow. was. It was a dark-ass night. See, the good thing is, this is why, if you're a woman, you got to be careful with the cocktails. Yeah, absolutely. And then watch out after each other, too. Absolutely watch out for each other. Well, you got to have a buddy. I mean, if you're... I, I mean, now I have a, a boyfriend. But even when I, when I go out alone... I'm not scared, I, but I but I pay attention to my drinks in front of me. I don't ever, and I mostly only go to benders. So I would I would never no one would ever do that there because everyone. Not no, I know, work. but everyone's so vigilant. Like all of the bartenders are vigilant, 
and everybody's cool. Like, yeah. I, don't I know, still so. trust no one. Right, trust no one. Trust, trust no, no one. one. Dun dun dun. Uh, so what else is going on this week? Uh, let's see. Well. Uh, Thanksgiving's over. Now we're yeah. into the holiday season. I think I ate 7,000 calories on Thanksgiving. 7,000? I think I, <laughs> I tried you? to put it together. Well, it was... Give, give me the rundown of what you had. Right. So I made, in the morning, the first thing I made was the apple pie. And it was, like, perfect. But here's the thing. It was just for me and Jonathan. So I made way too much stuffing. I probably made twice as much as I needed. I didn't, and mashed potato, I made three huge potatoes into mashed potatoes with butter and and stuff, and, and then all this uh, stuffing, too much stuffing, and I love stuffing. And then um, I made just a chicken, which we still haven't finished the damn chicken. I tried to eat some last night, the cat's been eating it too. So there's, there's the pie, and the, and the um, artichokes, and Ooh, asparagus, yeah. which we still haven't eaten all the asparagus, and then the cheese plate. We had three different kinds of cheeses. We had a, four different kinds. We had a goat gouda, um, like a midnight moon, but a little different. Um, a goat cheddar, a truffle. A, it was a cheap milk truffle cheese, I think. And then um, there was one more kind of cheese. Oh, and then the San Andre triple cream brie. So the, we had, and then we had all these little, we had these little nuts that were candied with stuff. And, I mean, it was crazy. But the thing that, and then with the whipped cream with the pie. But I had a piece of pie, and then, like, we ate, and then we stopped eating, and then I ate more later, and then, <laughs> so the last piece of pie that I ate, and I'd been eating the cheese all day, I ate so much cheese, Jonathan barely ate any of the cheese, I ate cheese a lot of cheese, a lot of cheese, and so, after my second piece of pie, and it was a good-sized piece, uh, I moaned, I sat on the sofa, and I was moaning, I was like, Ugh! oh no, Holding my stomach, holding, holding my poor little belly, trying to survive, we just moaning and whining. Poor Jonathan, he ended up going to sleep, and I tried to stay up till till I could survive laying down. It was bad. Like I couldn't. Nothing was. Co- and then because I ate so much stodgy food, like it wouldn't come out. I couldn't. Oh, you had that too much blockage too. I had the blockage. I couldn't. Nothing was coming, coming out. out. <laughs> nothing was. Co- so. And it, the gas was just building and building and building. And so I did my grandfather's old trick, which is baking soda in a glass of warm water, and you just pound it, and it does something. And I finally could go to sleep. But, I mean, I felt like the next day, I didn't eat anything until, like, on Friday, I didn't eat for a long probably, I probably didn't eat until, like, 8 at night, even, because... I, I needed to fart like 12 times before <laughs> I could eat, before I could put anything in my body again. I just couldn't anything. So I had to figure out like how many calories did I eat? And it was a lot. I'm going to guess about 7,000. So that is what, about three days worth of calories? Probably, yeah. I, I mean, I don't even... 2,500 maximum, correct? Yeah, I, I don't know how much yeah, I eat a day. Yeah, it's 2,500 maximum a day. So yeah, you had yeah, three I, days. Yeah, I had three days worth of food. Uh, but and I bet you you were happy when that shit came out. Oh literally. well, <laughs> finally. Well, I, that was the other thing is that because I didn't really use any jalapenos in Thanksgiving because it's just not like there was there was nothing spicy basically. So I'm eating like non-spicy leftovers for days, and that's what I usually rely on. I'm sorry, Alta Cats listeners, if you're like the thing that makes me poo <laughs> is spicy foods, and I'm addicted to them because they make my body feel like, like I clean would your system out. I would rather have liquid poo. And then have, like, not be able to poo at all. I agree. 
I, so I agree. Now it's waste. I'm just back on the train, baby. Dude, I I actually I overdid it myself. I had some people over, and I um, had a cheese plate, which I still have like a bunch of cheeses left. It's like mixed with manchego and Ooh. gouda and oh, I haven't had manchego in a while. English cheddar. Oh yeah. Um, and then I did a turkey. I did a ham. Whoa. I did a uh, cauliflower au gratin, which was fucking delicious. Awesome. I did a Brussels sprouts with turnips with roasted uh, with roasted turnips uh, with bacon bits. Wow. Uh, I did mashed potatoes. I did I did anything else? How many people did you have over? Here's the thing. I thought I was going to expect more. Yeah. Only like maybe about six people came. That's but cooking for six is, is quite a bit, especially. It is, but I overdid it yeah, thinking yeah, like did. it was going to be like last year where I had like at least like 10, 12 people. Right. And I ended up having to, well, most of the leftovers I used, I, oh, I made oyster stuffing too. Wow. Um, but I ended up having to throw the ham away. What? <laughs> I threw that away on Monday because it was, uh, it was. I ate a big, I ate a lot of it. Right. So, but I was disappointed that I couldn't finish it. Sure. Um, I end up with the turkey. I made a homemade turkey pot pie with fresh nice. vegetables, which was good. Good. Um, the carcass was, I, I killed the turkey pretty much. Um, and then I end up having to throw some of my stuffing away because I burnt it oh. on Sunday. <laughs> gotcha. When you were reheating. Reheating yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, but I took breaks. Friday, I didn't leave the house at all because I was just eating. We didn't leave the house Saturday. We came Mm -hmm. back because, but Friday I had the shows here and I had some other things. And actually, Jonathan was a prince. He let me go out after the show here. Um, So I I had to host happy hour on Friday and uh, and then host the show. So I had a fun time. I mean, I ate some pot food or whatever. I just wasn't drinking. But after the show, I was like, I really wanted to go to karaoke at Bender's and, and, and start drinking again. And Jonathan let me. So we went, because he never, he's always like so tired on a Friday. He just wants to go to bed. But he was like, no, 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 we'll stay out. We'll stay out. And so I got to sing two songs of karaoke at uh, Bender's and I had a really good time. Did you end up shitting that day? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Um... No, it's been, it's been, it's been a rough week. Like I, but I sort of forgive myself around these Christmassy times. Like there, I'm eating a lot of food and I don't usually do that, but I've been trying to compensate for it. Like, um, yesterday I just, I had an extra hour. So instead of taking the bus, I walked and I was, I was going to walk here this morning, but I, I had to write my story. So I didn't have time. Um, but I've been trying to like just balance it out, walk a lot more, and not take the bus. Well, the good thing is in Cabo, you'll you'll be out in the water and doing a bunch right. of I stuff. Hope, I hope that we swim a lot. And yeah, stuff like that. You'll most definitely be really active. I I hope so. I mean, I would like to be. I mean, I'd like to be mellow for part of it, but I'd also like to be active in a really pretty place. And the you know the sea life there is really amazing, and I love the fishies and the You're gonna snorkel things. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Do that shit. Because the Sea of Cortez side has no waves. The oh. Pacific side is good for surfing, but because it's at the bottom there, you can hit both, really. You can go to the Pacific side down by the Cabo San Lucas or where we are, which is up in Los Cabos. We're on kind of like the cortez thing. And there's even a sort of a bay kind of area. So, I, I mean, I've, I've never been down there, so I'm kind of I've excited. Never been. To... I've never been to Mexico. Oh, I love Mexico. Oh, Fucking man. love Mexico. That's going to be one good Christmas. Yeah, well, but we'll be back before Christmas. I mean, 
it, it's just, it's going to be, it's going to be, I'm just excited that it's going to be a, a vacation. And Jonathan and I have never done 10 days together like this, so, you know, that'll be You won't neat. know what to do with yourself after day five. Yeah, no, I, I, I know how to vacation. I'm not concerned <laughs> about that at all. There's... It just means I get to, to drink when I wake up. I was gonna, <laughs> I was getting ready to say I'm like it's gonna be margarita time nonstop. Yeah, yeah. I don't like tequila though. Um, I can get back into it, but I won't ever do shots of tequila because mm. of my youth. Mm-mm. Turns I, me into a werewolf. Well, it turns me into a, a puking machine. Like it's the point now where if I even if I even smell it, I get a little nauseous because Uh-oh. I had a problem with tequila shots in, when I was like 19, and I'll never forget it. It's like a sense memory thing. It, just that lime salt tequila. I mean, when I was a, when I was a young when I was a young alcoholic, uh, I used to think. Well, my whole point was like I want to get wasted fast, so I took shots. Right. Because if you take three shots in an hour, you're fucked. Oh God. Right. Yeah. I mean, and I was doing back then. I think I probably did. The, the, the day I got sick was we were watching the Kings play hockey. And we were at Moondoggies in La Jolla. We got free drinks there because we gave them free advertising in the Koala, which was a comedy newspaper on campus. So I was only 19, but because I knew the guys and I wrote for them, we just went and they just, they didn't care, whatever reason. It's also, was like 93. So for whatever reason in 93 at Moondoggies in La Jolla, they didn't give a fuck. And so they were, I, I would do this thing where I would, they were cute because they had the, instead of toothpicks, they had those tiny little red swords. Uh-huh. And so they'd put the, oh, they'd put the lime with a little sword on the thing with the glass. Okay. So I'm like, little swords! And I'm being silly and I'm like fighting with the sword. sword. And I, I start using them to count my drinks. And I'm like, look, I've only had four. And so oh, I start being dumb because one of them takes the sword away. And I'm like, I only have three now. Ah! And it becomes this joke, Uh-oh. right? But then that was the thing is I lost count. I had no idea how many I had that night because because I was, ah, this is going downhill real fast. And it went, yeah. So I probably had like nine shots of tequila during it was, and shootsy scores. We're watching hockey. I'm screaming about hockey. Loved hockey at the time. Loved the Kings. Wayne Gretzky was still on the team. This is oh, a long yay. time ago. Oh, dope. Long time ago. Oh, and I'm screaming. I'm underage drinking at a bar. And, and all, I get up, and I'm just like, oh, no. And I, I can kind of even remember what their bathroom looked like. It, it was a special bathroom that was away from the other ones because it was in the bar section. And I just booted all over the place and came back out and, and had another shot because I was only 19, and I could <laughs> fucking take it. <laughs> But the next day, I was so hungover that I'll never drink tequila again. And that has been, let's see. Since that was 93, so. 20, about 24 years ago. Yeah, 24 years ago. You know, I um, I have a tequila story. Yeah. Um, mine was in high school prom. Oof. 1998, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was... Um, well, actually, that would be two tequila stories. I'll tell the interesting one. <laughs> I, I have one where I ended in the closet, 
and started crying. Mm. So th this one was in high school. So this one. Is this the cl closet this, crying or is this? Yeah, this okay, is the okay, closet okay, okay, crying. Okay, 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 yeah. So this is 1998. So like uh, we all, everyone has a room at this place called the Henry VIII in St. Louis, which no longer exists. Um, it was like an old timey English looking place. Um, and so we're all partying and underage drinking. Yeah. And uh, well, I decided to take tequila to the head. Like, Ooh. oh yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm only 17. I know what I'm Straight doing. Straight from the bottle? Straight from the oh, fucking bottle. Yeah, oh, I don't need the salt or the lime. Yeah, I'm no. 17. Yeah. Um, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up putting on, I used to have this little uh, yellow nightgown. And mind you, the place is full with some of my peers that I go to school with. And I don't have any pants on. I'm wearing this little yellow nighty thing. Yeah. And... I don't know what was in my fucking right mind. So I'm like dancing around and then like I end up going to the bathroom. Is this I... before or after the prom? Oh, this is after the prom. Oh, this is after. Okay. So you're uh, out of your you're out of your my dress. Prom dress. You're out of the prom dress. In my you're in the yellow nighty. You're dancing around, you're running up and down the hallway. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I decided to run a bath. And as I rode the bath, that water made me figure, oh, I should puke now. So I puke and I remember in the bathtub? Yeah, I took the nice. bathtub. Yeah, yeah. Were you in the it, bathtub while you were puking? No, oh. no. I was. <laughs> I missed the. I missed the um, the toilet. So I got you know on the ledge of the the toilet, and I remember what I ate because I saw oh. French fries in my barf, and it was kind of pinkish. So wow. <laughs> sorry, sorry, listeners. Um, and I just I remember there was this little asshole. His name was Nick Downs. I'll never forget this. And he was trying to be a little bit sexually assaulty, and I was already not there, and I. I'm like, I You're just like, I already missed it. the salt, honey. I just, I just drank it to my face. I didn't yeah. use any salt. And I'm like, it's I'm, like, not I'm gonna, gonna be a salty. It. You're like, no, 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 no. You're not. There's no salt. I'm here. like, I'm not gonna do anything with you. Ah. Yeah, that's when you vomit on yourself even more. They just yeah. don't want to rape you when you vomit on yourself. Isn't that amazing? It's how amazing. that works? It, it's vomit. really, yeah. yeah. But it lets you. It also lets me know how men just don't give a fuck. Well, no, but I, I was taught in the rape crisis prevention program in what 91 or whatever that uh if you don't want to be raped you just either pee yourself shit yourself or vomit on yourself if if you've tried to yell for help and you've yelled fire and you've tried to you tried the grab, grab twist and pull and you missed and you're freaking out the way to avoid being raped is to shit yourself pee your pants or stick your fingers down your throat and i was like i was taught wow. this in high school right so wow. you did a great job you avoided assault wow. by puking you know and I, smelling gross you smelled like old tequila i smelled like old tequila and french fries mm. so mm. I, I do recall running into the closet crying and i was singing a bjork song oh wow <laughs> wow my my friend michael drummond who i'm still friends with to this very day comes in the closet with me who is gay he came in the closet with me and i was crying and he's like what's wrong i'm like nobody likes me i don't understand what i did no one, i'm just so fucking degrassi junior high crying right. moment that was tequila tequila, tequila mess uh, 1998. Brought Flash forward, we'll go to 2001. I um, didn't I had, learn your lesson. I did, did not learn. Well, the this lesson. one is an accident. Oh, okay. So this one, I um, I'm at a friend's uh, party in St. Louis still, and uh, this guy I was messing around with.